Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure you can feel it in the mix. Finally stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beats, balls, and life. Giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments exactly everything that we do cut. Another reason to turn the volume up. Sheesh. Know what we stand on. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use. The culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah. Revolving the art to shock. Go with it. Keep it the beans on the block. Don't miss it. Welcome to the city. Stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paint better. The fix is in, and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the Welcome back, welcome back, family. You're now tuned in to The Fix, your source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. Right here with DJ Focus and Dice Gamble. Thank y'all for waking up with us this morning. Wake up, wake up. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Listen, we thank you guys for waking up with us. Uh, We are uh, definitely blessed to uh, have another opportunity to uh, be able to uh, do something God has called us to do today. He woke you up in your right mind and your right spirit. Listen, uh, you have an opportunity to go to be used today. So uh, listen, get on up and I pray that you have some good conversation with your Lord and Savior this morning. Let's continue to take our prayer life to a new level. Let's continue to receive as we uh, receive the revelation, as we pray and as we study and as we meditate more. Uh, our purpose, our call, and make sure we walk in our purpose and call each and every day. That's very, very important as we pick up our cross every day and listen, walk in the uh, role as ambassadors for Christ. So I'm excited for you guys. It's Thirsty Thursday. You know, we have another fun pack show for y'all again today. Listen, Dice will be joining me very shortly, but uh, our real talk topic today, come on, let's talk about it. We got to talk about it. Mind control. Oh my goodness. When you talk about mind control, when you talk about uh, that sinful nature, the ungodly thoughts, let's be very clear. How can we take control of our thoughts? So that'll be the real talk uh, topic for the day. And it comes, uh, we actually were uh, looking at the scripture, Matthew 26 and 41, where it speaks on watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. So we're going to talk about it today. Mind control, the importance of guarding your mind watching what you put into your your spirit and uh listen when you talk about ungodly thoughts so yes we're gonna get into it so you definitely want to keep it locked for that real talk conversation and listen our spiritual detox today i am so excited my brother is gonna hop on the line with us this morning mr god over money himself my brother bizzle listen let's be very clear bizzle has been uh a huge has played a huge a huge part and me just loving this genre of Christian hip hop. When I tell you uh, some of his first mixtapes, I got a hold of them. And, and, and I promise you, it challenged me to look at scripture different. It challenged me to want to walk in a lifestyle that God would be somewhat pleased with. Because I know before um, I really like rededicated my life 
to Christ. I was, you know, literally just doing whatever I wanted to do. No conviction, felt no conviction whatsoever. And just seeing on a high level as I try to uh, dive into the scripture and like I say, rededicate my life. The biggest thing I knew I had to get in my palate was some good music, not just gospel music. I, I'm, a, I'm a lover of hip hop too as well. So Bizzle and Cray and Flame and a lot of these artists really, really uh, challenged me and, and really made some sonically good music to where I could listen to it and really help my process. So yes, Bizzle has a new project out right now. Y'all already heard it. If you haven't heard it, stop playing. That Lightwork Volume 3 is out right now. So we're going to get him on the line talk about music. We're going to talk about hip-hop culture. We're going to talk about Christian hip-hop. We're going to talk about the state of the church. We're going to talk about a little bit of everything. So, yes, you want to definitely keep it locked for that spiritual detox. Bizzle will be joining us from God Over Money today on our spiritual detox. Listen, I know everybody been talking about it um, in the little news for Christian hip-hop. Miles Minnick's Glochella event was shut down by Coachella. I know he has went to his social media platforms and talked about it briefly. Um, we know he has changed the uh, event. Um, he had the annual Glochella event and Coachella reached out to him. Um, anybody who does not know the Coachella uh, uh, Music Festival um, has been something that's been going on at least since the 90s. I want to say like 99 is when it started. It originated. And it's pretty much the largest music festival in California. They have it every year. So just that name alone has had some of the biggest uh, mainstream artists, Beyonce's performed uh, on the stage. Of course, uh, Billy, uh, uh, Frank Ocean, forgive me, Rihanna, um, and, and a lot of a ton of other uh, mainstream artists have performed on the Coachella stage. So the name itself has been out for a while. So I definitely, uh, you know, like I say, want to uh, I'm going to reach out to my brother, Miles Minnick. I would love to get him on the line to talk about it. We talk about branding all the time on here and the importance of branding and uh, intellectual property and everything that goes into it. So, yes, with a, with a, a name like Coachella that's been out, it's a staple name. It's a staple festival that's been out. I understand, too, as well, you know, listen, Miles Minnick is from the Bay Area, so he, he's he's grown up around it and know about it, too, as well. And I know, uh, you know, he you know, he thought about, you know, naming it Glochella for a reason. So I definitely want to get him on the line to hear what he has to say about it. If he re if he reached out to Coachella to tell him that, you know, he was going to look in the kind of use their brand and got approval of it. I think that's something that is a real conversation. Um, one thing I will say, though, yes, he uh, said that he got an email saying that he needed to change the name of his festival, Glochella, uh, in a certain period of time. If not, there will, you know, there will be repercussions. He went ahead, he changed uh, the event from Glochella to the Glowfest. And I really think uh, after that, they still uh, kind of malicious shut his, uh, his IG down and his uh, glow fest um, like uh, social media pages down. So I think that was a little over the top if he if he adhered to everything that was said in the email and he changed the name and was no longer losing the Coachella brand name anymore. I, I'm, I'm very uh curious to know why instagram or you know whoever shut down his social media platforms as well as the eventbrite uh pages where he was selling tickets for the glow fest so yes uh you know you know we're gonna continue to uh, talk about this story as it unravels uh like i say i'm uh prayerfully we can get miles minute on the line uh to talk about it 
because we definitely want to hear his side too as well. Listen, let's get into it. Of course, y'all know our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. You know The Fix is in. Tune back into The Fix, your source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry right here on Sirius XM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. And y'all know what time it is. Uh, you, you know, we like to uh, make sure we uh, keep y'all up to date with all the the popping artists. And uh, it's always a pleasure. Anytime I can sit down with my brother, I tell him all the time, man, he's a large reason why The Fix Radio Show even exists. Let's be very clear. When I was uh, changing my life, uh, artists like Lecrae and himself uh, really helped shape and mold me. And, and really, uh, it was authentic. I, I saw something in them, not only in their lyrics and their bars, but some authentic that I could relate to. So I, I'm so grateful. Uh, he, he back to making new music. And uh, we got a lot to catch up on and a little bit of time. So without further ado, let me welcome me and my brother, Mr. God Over Money himself, Bizzle. What's going on, brother? Man, I'm good, man. How you been? Man, I've been good. You know, we, we've been grinding. You know, we always busy. I know you busy. I'm busy. Uh, you know, I tell people all the time, be careful what you pray for. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um, you know, before we talk about all this dope music, man, I always like to talk with my brothers, man, who going to keep it a buck. Uh, you know, we, we at the back end of this pandemic. We know the pandemic is pretty much over with. But I, one thing I saw during the pandemic that a lot of kingdom marriages crumbled. Um, you've been always very vocal. You always share your relationship with you and your wife. Why do you think so many kingdom relationships crumbled and so many divorces during the pandemic? Why do you think that happened? Um, one, I feel like the enemies just turned up on marriage. Um, you know what I'm saying? In general, but I think that different things have, have had to be dealt with. There's things maybe that had to be faced. It didn't have to be when you weren't in the first, in the person's, uh, face and space 24 hours you know what I'm saying um and then a lot of people man including myself uh dealt with depression anxiety different things that come from being isolated from not being getting out in the sun from you know not not uh dealing with anybody but that same group of people forever you know what i'm saying uh there's a lot of things that we didn't know contributed to our our mental health and well-being that were kind of taken away during that time and then on top of that there was a narrative of the world crumbling the world's like you know you got the racism you got the 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 pandemic you got like the world's falling apart like there's so much going on that you know uh I think it, it could potentially have different effects on different people, whether it's, um, you know, whether you're just more irritable because of it or because maybe that that stress or that weight or that pressure uh, forces you to reach for ways of escape or that, that might not be healthy or might not even be conducive to your, to your marriage, whether it's pornography, whether it's talking to women, whether it's whatever the case may be to escape your present reality that seems so so dark and so dim. And so, you know, I can't speak for, for everybody, but I definitely know I've uh, watched some some crumbled, some, some marriages crumble, unfortunately. Um, the devil's definitely tried to, to, to do his thing in ours. And, um, you know, we just, honestly, we just, we just continue to lean on the Lord, man. And um, it's, it's it's till death do us, you know what I'm saying? And 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 I, there there's so many principles, biblical principles that you have to put to work 
that maybe you didn't always have to put to work. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it really, it really forced that. And so another thing too is we're in a, and and this it sucks because this shouldn't be it in the how it is in the church, but in the world there's a lot of focus. Everybody's being refocused on self, and you know there's this big thing on anything that doesn't suit you, your needs, get rid of it, cut it off. Right. The energy ain't if it ain't all about you. If it don't, then cut it off, get rid of it. And so, who knows? Some people might have been on that type of vibe. You feel me? <laughs> like. Now, now that's real. And, and so, so my my, you, you brought up a lot. Do you think we've given up on the covenant, the principle of the covenant, and what the covenant represents within the marriage? Um, I don't, I don't think so. It's just, see, it's hard because just from you know the marriages I know of, there there've been different things. You feel me? And so that even though it's all based around this pandemic and there's a certain type of thing that it seems to have brought I think it exposed different things in different people you know what I'm saying it might have exposed things that you can't even that a person realize that they can't deal with I can't deal with the way this this is affecting you you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and, and and so you know even if if you're depressed I'm I'm not really good with this depressed version of you <laughs> you feel me like whatever the case may be and so i think it, it it depends on the individuals on whether or not they've let go of of that you know what i'm saying of what marriage is supposed to be but man it's definitely the the enemy's definitely um attacking marriages right and when you look at the other side of it you're looking at the the traditional family being broken up image wise right because now you can be a man a man and man woman and woman there is no traditional family the woman's not the woman now she's a birthing person and so all of this is being broken and so now what do you have but the marriage that God instituted this is gonna this a continued reminder of what it was supposed to be so naturally the enemy's going to try to break that you know what i'm saying yeah that's real that's real appreciate you sharing that listen this mental health awareness month uh and you brought up you know just you know depression is real and and we all kind of you know need some type of therapy to a certain extent do you do you go for counseling or therapy or spiritual like therapy like you know speak to that and the importance of keeping your mental health intact yeah i'm I'm definitely uh i definitely do therapy now i see a therapist um and just just researching things, you know, uh, and, and with that, you have to be if you're going to do a bunch of research and all that, you kind of have to be a, a emotionally aware person and, you know, knowledgeable because some people get anything and just apply it to them. You know what I'm saying? Just but, um, you know, there are there are so many things that affect us. And it's not it's not just the the pandemic and all that, but from childhood that you don't even know things that you just attribute to your personality. This is how I am, right? Um, and so until until you you do some research and and you you hear somebody talking about something, it could be whether it's ADHD, whether it's depression, whether it, 
and, and, and something clicks like, yo, that's what I've been feeling. Yo, this is describing me. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's already it's all right to get some help with processing these things from somebody who has who did the research research you're doing a long time ago and has helped other people, you know what I'm saying, that are there in your position. Um, you definitely want to beware and be careful not to let the the natural um trump the supernatural, right? And so you want to do whatever things in the natural you can to help but at the end of the day things are in god's hands and you don't want to start having a a, a natural answer for everything that, that supersedes the the spiritual answer for it and so you know it's some it's something to, to be wise in for sure yeah absolutely listen do you think um you know we understand that this pandemic taught us that uh for a lot of the ministries a lot of the church we had to embrace and understand technology to a whole nother level a lot of people were not prepared when the pandemic happened but you know coming out the back end of it do you think that the church has become um more entertainment driven now compared to teaching the bible i don't think so i feel like I feel like when you say that, you're probably talking about a Mike Todd or somebody like that, like specifically, but the church as a whole, nah, I don't, I don't think it's become any more entertainment driven um, at all. I believe that voices have been given and, and not, you know, not Mike Todd, but just like on the, from an influencer level, um, voices has been, have been given to people who are able to thrive in that space who didn't really have a might not have had a voice prior you know what i'm saying and so it can seem like an entertainment value and sometimes it can that the 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 problem with getting a platform right is you have to be careful that you don't fall into doing whatever people like you know what i'm saying like even in music i've had to make sure that you know like yeah it's a, it's a business but this ain't no, oh, we see the analytics and they like when I say stuff like this. So I'm going to keep saying stuff because that's where God start, stops leading, right? And so if I if I do this, if I say this type of thing, if I make this type of video, if I entertain in this type of way, it gets the numbers. And just like in the world, we say all money ain't good money. All numbers ain't good numbers. You feel me? And so, you know, I think wisdom is, is still having to be used in deciding who you're going to listen to. But at the same at the same time, the Bible says that people will be drawn to those who will tickle their ears. You know what I'm saying? They got itching ears. They want to hear what they want to hear. So when when we're drawn towards entertainment and where, where the word is lacking and entertainment is pre prevalent, then that says something about us as well. You know what I'm saying? And so at the end of the day, I think, I think, uh, I think it's just in the church. I don't, I don't see much of a difference, even though we've become more, a little more tech savvy because we've had to, mm -hmm. but, um, I don't think it's, it's, it's much different. Uh, listen, uh, you said some stuff and, and I appreciate you sharing that. I do think it's an individual, uh, journey with your relationship where you are, because we, we get a lot of flack too as well. A lot of people want us to put out shock content and we like, no, no, that's not what we're for. When you come to the fix, we're not for shock content. We're trying to point people back to Jesus. We want to give you substance and knowledge so that Listen. you continue to grow your relationship with God. I ain't into that shucking and jiving. I ain't, yeah. Listen, that ain't me. So you ain't gonna get me dancing all in the videos. No, no, you're not gonna get it. No, I'm, I'm not that guy. 
they they be trying to get they want me dissing somebody every song, bro. Like I had to learn early on, right? When I was new, everybody tried to put a battery in my back, right? Mm-hmm. I had people offer deals that wanted me to diss, keep dissing people. I had people offer deals that wanted me to stop dissing people, like and you know, there's I'm not really trying to be controlled by nobody but God. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm trying to follow his lead. And so I think that is the the thing for every individual, but especially when you have a platform, because who gave you the platform? Who do you say that that platform belongs to? So how do the people outside the platform get to control where you go with it? You know what I'm saying? Um, And, you know, uh, I'm glad I'm glad, like you said, you don't really be with that because that's the same that's the same thing I, i'll be on i got a record uh it's not out yet. it's gonna be on the next project called nobody's mascot and it's like bruh i'm not i'm not nobody's mascot i'm not the christian mascot i'm not the black mascot I don't none of y'all run me bro your opinions don't run me the word of god i submit to him you know what i'm saying and and i fall where i fall and you're gonna feel how you feel but i'm not tap dancing for nobody Listen, that's solid. Listen, DJ Focus, you tuned into the fix. Uh, listen, we got to go to a quick break. We're coming right back with more from Bizzle. Don't touch that dial. Keep it locked. You tuned into the fix. You know the fix is in. New videos, music, articles, devos, and more. Stay connected. Get the app now so you don't miss a thing. Visit holyculture.net. Holy Culture Radio. We still got uh, God Over Money. Represented the man himself, Bizzle, on the line with us. So, Bizzle, let's talk about it, man. Uh, we, can, we can talk this uh, hip-hop conversation. Um, hip-hop turns 50 years old this year as we acknowledge that hip-hop has been in the game 50-plus years. You have not only had a stamp on hip-hop, I, I would argue that uh, uh, you know a lot of your records have helped some of the mainstream artists even recognize uh, just Christian hip-hop and just gospel rap, whatever you want to call it. What's your, your take on the state of hip-hop total? Like 50 years of hip-hop, where do you see it? You know, this is a culture you love, you grew up in. Where do you see us at in 50 years? Where do I see us at in the next 50 years? Yeah. Or, or how no, do no, I feel no, about no, it now? No, how do you feel about it now? Forgive me. How do you feel about it now? The state of hip-hop right now, 50 years old. Man, I fell out of love with hip-hop. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> I, I, I'm a... It, I feel like it, it's super controlled. It's, it's controlled by people who wanted to do what it's going to do, Right. And so we live in a world of influencers, right? What's an influencer? Their whole job is to influence you. And so if I want to sell you some sunglasses, I'm going to reach out to an influencer and then they're going to put the sunglasses on and talk to you about them. And they're going to influence you to buy my sunglasses, right? That's how product placement works. That's how, okay, let's, People, we want people to 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 buy Hyundai's. Let's put LeBron James in a Hyundai, right? He doesn't necessarily drive one, but or own one, but his job is to influence you. And so, hip hop is a bunch of influencers, right? And so, there's somebody who chooses the influencer, and they chooses what they're going to influence you with. When you listen to hip hop, hip hop is a lot of death, hypersexuality. Uh, it, it's just you know drugs, all of this. Uh, it, it's a, it's a lifestyle being promoted that will lead you to hell. Overall, you have your your individuals who are not all on that, but as a whole, it, it, it's mad reckless. You know what I'm saying? And and I feel like 
the, the genre of hip hop specifically is like, and, and it's been uh, a study's been done where it's number one for murder content, number one for misogyny, it's number one for drug content, it's number one on radio. You feel me? And so I don't believe that I believe that that's intentional. And so whether you want to blame the artist or you want to blame the the people who are signing the artists, these people are being paid to influence you this way. And there are some artists who, when they when they decide they don't want to influence you this way, they get dropped from their label or you stop hearing from them. Uh, or there are people who won't get who don't get deals because they won't, you know what I'm saying, influence right. you to 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 kill your own and all this stuff. And so right right now, I mean, you know, it is a business. I feel like hip hop's bought and paid for. And, you know, it it, it the the influence is, is terrible. And so, you know, me and a lot of a lot of Christian rappers and even some secular rappers are trying to do what we can to combat that. You feel me? Uh, because it's a tool, and the tool is powerful, and so and that and that's the thing. Somebody, you know, the people at the top, they realize how powerful it was, how influential it was, and instead of trying to kill it like they was in, in the beginning, they 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 decided they was gonna control it. And so right now, I I be you, I be like, yo, you know, I love hip hop and all this, blah, blah, blah. but. It's not one. It's not what I grew up on. Two, even what I grew up on. Once I got wiser, that wasn't lit like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so I think it's it's, a, it's an amazing tool to reach people. And you know, we fighting a good fight to to make a difference in it and kind of change the trajectory uh, if we can. No, you are. You definitely do it. That's one thing you've always been vocal about the manipulation of music and how it has manipulated us. So I appreciate you doing that because uh, there were not enough artists speaking up to the, to the, the level that you speak up and, and being honest about it on how it affects our spirit, how it affects our day to day living. Now, stop it. You putting this music in you. You constantly doing these things, whether you receive it or not. So don't act dumb. <laughs> Listen, have you been able to and I know you have, but, you know, if you want to talk a little bit about just building the relationships with some of the mainstream artists like i know it has to be like some mainstream artists that reach out to you like man your music is dope man your your music's got me through a trying time have you been able to build some relationships to where you can like minister to them maybe disciple them to a certain extent to where you can get them to see that their lyrics and their content uh content that they put out is is important on what they say I wouldn't go to the to the length of discipling, but I've I've been able to have a, a couple, you know, lightweight conversations or whatnot. But if I'm honest, I'm not an easy person to build with because I'm a I'm an introvert. <laughs> you feel me? Like and so I kinda I, I kinda stay in my to, to, to people I can trust, especially that's what I've been taught by being on this platform. But um, you know, I've I've had some some good conversations and I'm gonna always, you know, stand stand my ground on on what I believe in, and, and try to get people to see what can be seen. You know what I'm saying? Even though the Lord is responsible for, you know, uh, revealing things to them, and so, um, and some people some people know, some people know, they just gotta, you know, stuff. A lot of people still gotta hold on them. And that's it, right? And so usually the the longer you are in something, the deeper you go, the harder it is to let go of it. You feel me? Like when I when I got saved, I was 
I had been working on a secular album, you know, for about three years, shot a video, got everything. Was, we was getting ready. And then I got saved. It was hard for me to let go of the dreams I had when I felt like I was that close. It was hard to scrap something that I put so much time, work and effort to into. You feel me? And so when someone has, and I didn't even have money like that. So when you add someone who's spent so much time building something, becoming one with the thing that they're building their career, and, and then you add money on top of that, you're looking at a whole bunch of things that they kind of like the, the rich young ruler that they, that they kind of got to get around. And, you know, the, the Bible says that's hard. And so, you know, I'm always stand my ground, but, but I, I, I get it to a degree as well. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's something I don't think all, a lot of the people who believers <laughs> do because they, mo most of the people who expect somebody to walk away from a million dollars, they never walked away from a million dollars and wouldn't. Facts. You know I mean? Facts. Um, a lot, a lot of things people expect you to do, they wouldn't do, nor have they ever done, uh, as far as sacrifices, you know what I'm saying? And so, um, you know, I, I, in those conversations, you know, I always let the truth be known, but you know, it's, it's for the Lord to, to complete any work he begins or decides to begin. Yeah, I agree. I, I used to be very critical too, as well. When I first changed my life, I was like one of them fire brimstones going around, giving out tracks and everything. And then God, he placed it on my heart, the grace. He said, I grace you to even get to this level to where you are. And now you condemning people without building relationships. So that's why I always ask that question. Cause a lot of people to your point, they're just they're judgmental, but don't want to build a relationship. Don't want to understand what that individual's going through, what they, what they're trying to, like you say, the obstacles they have to overcome. So that's real, man. Appreciate you sharing that. Let's talk about it. Lightwork three It's out now. It's crazy. Let's be very clear. This one, I appreciate you putting out a project. I don't know why people don't want to put out projects no more. I know we live in this single driven uh, streaming situation, but you putting out a project, it meant a lot to me and a lot of a lot of the listeners. So let's talk about it. Talk about the inspiration behind it of even put this project together. Well, I mean, so I wanted to put a project together because man, like you said, I know a lot of people ain't, ain't, ain't really trying to put out projects or they're putting out very small projects, but everybody, you see, it, it, it's hard because business-wise, now now the the uh, music is still run by an algorithm, right? When you talk about Spotify and how these things work with playlists. So the algorithm, just kind of like how Instagram might, you know, it might help you to post more often the algorithm over at a Spotify might it might help you to release more often, and so I'm I might I'm doing myself a disservice by not releasing music all the time in that regard. You same thing on YouTube. You feel me? And so it's like you gotta you gotta pick your poison because I also don't want to just oversaturate people with. Um, I don't know. It's like it's never it's never an event when anybody drops an album anymore. And I'm like, I don't right. want it. Like when I drop an album, I want it to be like, yo, Bizzle's dropping the album. I don't want it to be like, yeah, I know he dropped one two weeks ago. He's dropping another one. Oh, that's cool. You feel me? Like <laughs> I want I, I would like what I do to be appreciated for the time and effort that I put into it. 
and uh not just you know give you something and then you on you on to the next one and so um this one the inspiration though was really like my my last album the soul therapy album was a whole different vibe right it was me um i wanted to write an album in the pit of my depression because like that's where i was and so i knew a lot of other people were there as well and so i wanted to write something that can kind of meet people in that space you know what i'm saying um and so but but a lot of it is it was kind of you know deep very deep content you know what i'm saying very somber vibe um for light work three it, it more so represents the the coming and climbing up out of the depression you know what i'm saying gotcha. which is which is where i uh i am now or you know <laughs> i was and then my cousin passed a few weeks ago and it was down and it was you know what i'm saying but uh still fighting a good fight but um yeah, that that that's what it is. So you see, it's a lot of a lot more up tempo or upbeat, friendlier, funner vibe. You know what I'm saying? Um, that can kind of help lift people's spirits. Like, okay, you in the you're, you're down, you feel the feelings. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. I relate to you on that point. Now let's get up together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's good. Listen, my condolences to you for your loss too, as well for your family member. Um, yeah, I agree. This 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 thing is off the hook. So I, I just want to get a couple uh break down a couple of these songs. So one, let's be very clear. There's no L's with Miles Minnick and Fat Man Scoop. Like, talk about that, bringing that collaboration together. Like I know that had to be like a little, you know, a little epic in its in its own little little stance. Yeah, so No L's is actually the first record me and Miles did. And so we did that before we put out the, the ghost record on his project. And so I just been, man, half the time y'all hear music, I've been sitting on it for over a year already. Wow. At least. Um, truth be told, there's a there's a verse on that album from like 2011, 2012. <laughs> wow. That I, that I spit because none of y'all ever heard it. Y'all probably wouldn't even know the difference. But, um... So we, me and him collabed on this joint and uh, Fat Man Scoop, we've been in communication. Um, and, you know, he he always let me know, like, yo, man, you know, whatever you need from me, if you want to, like, let's do something, whatever. And I, I kind of just been waiting on the right, the right record. You know what I'm saying? And so when we did this one, I said, let me go ahead and send this to Scoop. This might be one of them ones. You know what I'm saying? And he got on it. You know, did did his thing <laughs> in classic Fat Man Scoop uh, uh, form, and then uh, you know we just we went out there to uh, L.A. shot the video. We got uh, what's the name, Tommy the Clown, and, and, and them out there. You know what I'm saying? They they definitely a legendary little group out there in uh, in L.A. Right. And uh, you know what I'm saying? We just wanted it to be the best it could be. Listen, feel my cup remix uh, with with Kitty Business. Talk about the the dynamics of working with your kids. Like, how, how, when when they first said they wanted to really do music, what did it did it take you like you know what I'm saying like off guard? Heck no. Nah. Okay, they, okay. They've been able to catch the beat from months old. <laughs> they've been 
coming up <clears throat> coming up with melodies like you know what i'm saying rap like they the music's been in them in a very obvious way from a very young age you know what i'm saying and so whether or not they want to use it that's not something i'm gonna force on them you feel me i'm not gonna be the dad that's gonna make you do it because daddy did it um but i'm always here to help you in any kind of way i can and so with this record this is probably it's always going to be one of my favorite records just because it's it's me and my little my little boys on there yeah. you know what i'm saying but it was dope to actually you know get a chance to to do that do that with them and kind of let the world get a, a sneak preview of what's to come that's good on my own with brian t man talk about that collaboration that was powerful man so uh i'm be- you know, I, I I rock with uh with with Brian T, man. He, he he's always been solid, and so um this one when I when I first heard that beat and the way it was knocking, I came up with the hook. Um, I was kind of like, yo, who can I put on there? But then I then I, I remember like we did a joint on on Brian Trejo's album, um, but it was more like a, a calm vibe. So I was like, man, let me get Brian Trejo, put him on this joint. You know what I'm saying? Super commercial type joint. And mm-hmm. uh, we actually shot that video outside of a show we both had together in Long Beach out there in L.A. We like, hey, let's go over there and shoot while we both here. And uh, it came together pretty dope. Yeah, real dope, real dope. Very uh, much a, a vibe track. Last one, man, my favorite. And I, and I know a lot of people don't care for it, but I care for it. Bamboozle talk about uh one thank you for putting it on the project because i know you was uh kind of up in the air about that but just talk about the importance of bizzle being able to spit all the content in this song it's so much in this song that if people would just grasp it and just stop being so judgmental and just really hear what you're saying and really start looking at stuff like oh wait a minute some of this stuff do really actually add up (laughs) yeah and i mean you know people feel how they feel for different reasons, sometimes it's because it's because you've been so conditioned by one side or the other to to reject anything that that goes against your side, right? Sometimes it's, it's because you ain't got the heart to say it, and me having the heart to say it make you look a certain way. You feel me? And so, I've I've always kind of done things that, it, it, and it's funny because people swear that I like to be controversial, and I don't. I hate it. Like I like I told you, I'm an introvert. I'm mad laid back. I, I just do what I gotta do. You feel me? Like, and that's that's from the Lord. That's that boldness from the Lord that you know. It's not that I love confrontation, but I'm I'm with the smoke if it gotta if it gotta be for him. You feel me? And so with this, it's just seeing so many things that are happening and seeing the way that they're getting misread and misunderstood, and how people are just being influence right and 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 just such such a lack of balance like if i'm on this side then everything the other side says i have to reject and every side everything my side says i have to accept and i'm like nah man like the way like the the lenses that we're seeing through are no longer biblical or godly but they're political or they're biased and so you know with this record um I, it actually got blocked by my distributor um, when I tried to put it out. I had to go out, uh, TuneCore blocked it. I had to go and put it out through DistroKid. Um, 
when I when I, when I initially released it. And so that's the first time that they've ever blocked one of my records from me being able to put it out. And, you know, I hit them up about it. They didn't want to give me no answers. They pretty much fell back on, you know, that, that the it, contractually, they don't have to tell me why they blocked my song. You feel me? And so I still put it on the album, hoping they wouldn't they wouldn't block it or it wouldn't get caught up. And I and I blanked out some of the words and um it didn't. So praise God for that. But you know, we got some more we got some more truth coming up on this next one. The next one so far, it ain't as friendly. <laughs> hey, listen, I appreciate you, man. Uh, listen, tell the people how they connect with you, follow you on all your streaming platforms. Yo, what up? It's your boy Bizzle. You can follow me on Instagram at Bizzle, B-I-Z-Z-L-E. Uh, you can look up Bizzle on all the other stuff, <laughs> and you're going to find me, um, the big light-skinned dude. Probably got a hat on. You know what I'm saying? Keep it locked. You tune into The Fix. You know The Fix is in. Real conversations from real imperfect people in pursuit of a perfect God. Let's jump into today's Real Talk Topic. Welcome back, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. And uh, we appreciate you guys waking up with us. It's time for our Real Talk Conversation. And I don't know, Dice, today we're going to be, you know, it's going to be a different one. I think um, this one is going to hit a little different. I don't know if everybody Uh, even thinks uh, to this level on how thoughts can control you. You know, when you talk mm. about, you know, the battlefield of the mind, shouts out to Joyce Myers. I know everybody, a lot of people have read her book. If you haven't, please read it. It's a great read and Mm. there's some great practical tips on how to deal and conquer with your mind and everything that goes into your mind far as put what you watch on TV and music mm. and everything, it all works together to, you know, give your, your brain those signals or those thoughts to uh, do stuff that may be, be ungodly. So yeah, today's real talk conversation. We're talking about conquering ungodly mm. thoughts. So the mm-hmm. first thing that comes to me, uh, Dice, uh, when you talk about, you know, ungodly thoughts, um, you know, yeah, let's be very clear. Your, my, my mind, I'm be honest with you, my mind wanders. <laughs> I'm always constantly working on three to four different things at once. And I have to be careful. And it wasn't until, once again, I, I love the fact that, you know, God reveals things to you as you study, as you pray. It wasn't until God revealed to me that, listen, this isn't healthy for you. You, you know, you're, you're all over the place. You kind of like scatterbrain. And so, at times, um, you know, you, you might need to uh, take a break from some of the stuff that you put into the mind. Mm. You know, when you talk about thoughts and you talk about um, he showed me reading, I need to read more and kind of like fast or kind of like get myself away from certain movies and series I was watching on TV because, mm. yeah, that those things would trigger other thoughts from past past things that I've already been free from. But now I'm thinking about 95 and 98 and you know, 2000 when I was doing these things, cause I'm constantly putting this stuff into my spirit. This is why we, we, we say too, as well, music is so powerful too, as well. When you talk about when you mm. put certain songs, certain lyrics in your spirit, Oh, yeah. listen, you, you'll find yourself caught up in doing it. So yeah, I know. Yeah, absolutely. That, that, that kind of helped me in this process. When you talk about ungodly thoughts, um, absolutely. Mm. I ain't perfect. I still get them. I still have to say, oh my God, Lord, forgive me. I don't even know what I was thinking. <laughs> I don't know why that, that flashed through my mind like that, but please take that away from me. No, no. Yeah, we ain't, we not giving it to that. <laughs> so, you know, but, but it took me holding myself accountable and talking about it. Um, 
I had to talk about it with some of my brothers, uh, my elders at church, mm -hmm. and then some other good brothers that I, I entrusted in that I knew were, were a safe haven if I talked to them about certain things. And, you know, why am I tripping? Why am I thinking about, you know, going to bust this move? I know it's illegal. I know I shouldn't right. be thinking about doing it, but I promise you it's going through my mind like, you know, four or five times a day. <laughs> I know. I mean, you're not the only one. People think like that. I mean, we're human. We have thoughts. And I think this is one of the reasons why many, many people get um, suicidal is the fact that they have thoughts. It's not actually the thought. It's the fact that they had that thought. Why did I think that? Because now we're going to internalize that and we start to condemn ourselves as to why we had the thought. And I, I'll give you a good example. Um, my husband and I, we were um, talking about, uh, and trust me, this is not a, a diss towards anybody and their sexuality, but we were talking about, because I asked him, I said, do men ever look at men and just be like, that's a good looking dude. You know, like, because women a lot of times don't look at men and they're like, oh, I want to sleep with him. You know, a lot of times it's like, okay, he works out or he dresses nice or he, you know what I'm saying? Like, this, he just looks well put together. And my husband said, we we don't be checking them, but we, we put respect on them when they got nice shoes. You know, like, okay, okay, brother doing his thing. And I just asked him and I was like, it's interesting how some people can have that initial thought, right? And they stop. And then some people have the next thought and they, you know, they take it a little bit further. So it's, it's just kind of like, <clears throat> and then people, a lot of times will beat themselves up thinking, why did I have the thought? And here's the deal. Our brain is a computer. You're meant to have thoughts. That's how we get along through the day. Like we're processing everything we see, eat, ingest, hear, touch, feel, because they all, every thought stimulates our brain and our brain loves to be stimulated, period. Like there's... God made us very creative. We are, if you think about God, we were made in his image and God created the whole world. I mean, everything from stars to planets to butterflies and elephants, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, not saying we can do as much as God does, but if God does those things, can you imagine the thoughts we formulate? You know what I'm saying? Like we are thinking some crazy out of the way stuff. And, um, but it, that's why we need God, you know, and I, I, I'm going to lay that out. Like, there's a line of our thoughts, you know, like, and there should be some guardrails around our thoughts because once our thoughts start to serve us, we're no longer serving God's purpose. And that's pretty much when you know you've gone too far in your thought. Like <clears throat> uh, my sister, she called me one time, I'm stressed out, you know, I want to throw these kids off the roof. I was like, yeah, I feel like that, you know, every other day, you know, welcome to parenthood, especially when you right. had like, Four, five, six, nine, twelve kids. Like, <laughs> I'm what you thought, what you thought it was like, gonna be, <laughs> you know. But her heart was more upset. She thought she was a bad mom for having that thought, and mm. so that's what was causing her to be depressed. It wasn't the fact, and that's, that's why I'm trying to say. A lot of times, it's not the actual thought that we have. That's why the Bible says we're going to cast down those thoughts. The Bible never said, oh, you will never have those thoughts. The Bible knows, like God knew, you're going to have some jacked up sideways thoughts. But when you do, not if you do, it's when you do, oh, we got to cast that down. That's not what God wants <laughs> for us or our kids or our life or our relationship. You know, so you, we have to get over the fact that we can have messed up thoughts. 
you know, and every thought don't need to send you to therapy. You know, like it doesn't mean that your whole life is messed up because one day you had a thought, you saw something and you was like, hmm, you know, okay. (laughs) You know, you know, it's just like, no, you, you probably had that thought and you ain't the first one to have that thought. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing new under the sun, but it is very important for us to one, um, you know, give that thought back to God and make sure that we, we cast it down and, and, you know, saying like, really just walk away from that, you know? <laughs> and, and to, we talked about sin, um, a few days ago, it was like, it's not the thought that's causing you to sin. It's when you're acting on that, you know, you've already sinned mentally. And so it's like, okay, we gotta, we gotta undo that and give that, you know, cause Christ is very uh, clear about, Hey, if you covenant another a man's wife you're you're already walking in sin because now you're you know you're saying you're just thinking about being with her so mm-hmm. and that's going to cause you to want to be with her so it's like you really have to learn to put guardrails around your thoughts and be, trust me <clears throat> you know i mean guys and women often have those types of thoughts but you have to be like lord forgive me like please like you know what i'm saying like take that take that away because i don't want to walk in sin i don't want to trip up and fall i don't want to cause anybody else to stumble so that's what I'm saying. Like our thoughts should be a reminder that we really need God because us having our own thoughts can cause our lives to spin out of control. You know, like just completely out of control when we become our gods. We are not our gods, you know. Right. And typically, people fall. You know, a lot of times you can just watch like a um, a very successful person. They'll go through their life for like 10 years really successful and then they'll hit a brick wall because they're out of control and we'll see it we like we, it'll unfold on the screen like we watched a mini artist celebrity singer rapper and we just watch them you know we're on our phones instagram each week oh you see this post this tweet this whoop, 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 and we just watch them until they hit a brick wall and they realize all of your idea all of your ideas and thoughts are going to cause you to fall you know like because we can only go so far without god period it don't matter who you are we're only we can only go so far and typically what happens is god snatches it all away so that we will refocus you know some people just can't put the guardrails around their thoughts until um god snatches everything away you know so it's important that we do that early on uh that's why the bible says train a child up in the way they should go so when they're old they'll never depart it's like god knows and god knew you have to teach a child early because they're gonna have crazy crazy thoughts but you need to remind them of who i am and how they can come to me and how they can be protected by me early so that you know and that's what my parents did for me because trust you me i was out in the world doing everything i want to do but in the back of my mind i always heard my parents voice i always heard my grandmother's voice jesus baby call on jesus you know like i always heard it they because they got that in me really really early and so every time i would hit that brick wall i was like okay i know i'm just going too far with what Mm -hmm. i think and my thoughts are killing me out here. <laughs> so anyways, we have thoughts. It was my point. And, and God knew that. But it's important for us to put his word, cover our thoughts, you know. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I, I agree when you talk about uh, putting the word on it and, and allowing for God to, uh, you know, be involved. Because um, for a moment, be honest with you, Dice, when I was um, wrestling with this, seriously, when I was getting mm-hmm. myself together and I was wrestling with this, I used to mm-hmm. think that uh, Satan had like, you know what I'm saying, some, you know, power in knowing my thoughts. Like, I'm like, it, 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 are these things, I, I was for real, I was like, man, I, am I just on assignment now for him now? Like, why am I just doing, to your point, all this bad stuff? And, mm-hmm. I, and I felt convicted afterwards and um, I believe it was um, second, uh, second, no, first Kings 
um, that I got into and it spoke to how God is the only one who knows your hearts. God is the only one that knows your thoughts because I was like, I really felt like I was being controlled by him. I was giving Satan so much power. And you talked about this too as well. When you talked about Satan is powerless, we give him more power than he deserves because he still has to go and get permission for every single thing from our Lord and savior. So all he can do is suggest things so he can put the suggested thoughts there. But we, when we act on it, it's us free more agents with free more agents. We act on it. So we had to control it. But I struggled with that for a minute. I was like, man, I, I feel like, he, he know everything I'm going to do because it's like I'm caught up in this web and I'm constantly doing bad stuff and I don't want to do this bad stuff but I'm caught up in this web so that's real I mean that, that's how and that's how a lot of people feel that's why I was like it's not about you having the thought and the enemy will try to make you think like you're the worst person on the earth because you had a thought it's like mm-hmm. first of all I could have had the thought because I just watched the movie I could have had a thought because somebody just told me a story. Like one of my friends keep telling me what they doing. You know, I could have had that thought because, you know, somebody just rolled up on me, you know, like, yeah, it's going to make me think it's my job as a human to think. That's why God gave me a computer mindset so I can better, you know, like decipher my thoughts so I can navigate through life. Like that is why I have a brain. I have a brain to think, but when I realize, Hey, that's not of God. We got to cast that, like, we got to let that go. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not supposed to be conforming to every single thing on this earth. Like, we should know better than that. You know, you can't be everything and do everything you want to do. You know, but, uh, you know, you're not a bad person because you have a thought. But here's the deal. Once you keep on having that jacked up thought, like you said, it's not the enemy controlling you. It's you've given into the idea of the thought. So now you're excited about it. You're you're like, ooh, if I get the opportunity, I'm taking it. You know, like it becomes like <clears throat> you're seeking it. You know, you're self-seeking is really what it is. You're serving yourself. Um, so, mm-mm. and it's 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 pride. You know, like I said, I talked about it before. Like all sin stems from pride. Period. And I think that's a good divider of if I move on a thought or not. Is it going to serve God? That's it. I literally, that's it. Like. If, it, if, if I walk into sin, it's because I felt like I deserve that or I work so hard for that or I need that now or I can do what I want to do, you know, so. Yeah, that's good. Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. Uh, listen, we just started this conversation. Uh, we're talking about conquering ungodly thoughts today. We got to go to a quick break. We're coming back with more. Keep it locked. You tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Holy Culture Radio. Real conversations from real imperfect people in pursuit of a perfect God. Let's jump into today's Real Talk Topic. Welcome back, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix right here on Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM Channel 154. We are in the middle of our Real Talk conversation today. We're talking about conquering ungodly thoughts. So, you know, we, we got to put some Bible on that thing. I know a scripture that stuck out to me, Dice, was uh, Psalms 139 and 4. Even before mm. the word is on my tongue, behold, oh Lord, you know it all together. Um, that was one that helped me. Um, I have that one bookmarked because I promise you, like I say, when I was just going through, really trying to understand why why I was thinking like off the wall stuff, 
and, and to your point, like you say, it all runs past our mind, but you got to learn how to control that thing. And that was the thing that God showed me. Okay, absolutely. These thoughts come down your mind, but you got to learn how to control them. And then understanding that, you know, I know it all. So that was, that helped me a lot because as I started to transition into really starting to try to do my best, no, 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 not, not, not perfection, but trying to live a better life weeding myself away from certain circles that was something else too as well that i, I seen thoughts going away because uh you know spirit recognize spirit and spirits are transferable i know a lot of people don't believe that mm-hmm. but they are when you hang around certain people and they doing certain things those spirits are on you so some of the thoughts were eliminated when i started to say you know what yeah i gotta come out of this circle i tried to be the light in this circle but unfortunately mm-hmm. they're you know for whatever reason they're not ready to go and do what I am doing at this at this at this present time, so that's what I you right. know I, I had to understand that you know they still cool, you know neighborhood mm-hmm. friends guys I grew up with, you know still cool when I see them you know barbershop or just out you know it's nothing but love. But I understood that yeah you know unfortunately um, some of the thoughts I were having is because of the circle I was in with those spirits mm-hmm. um, bouncing mm-hmm. back and forth. So that that helped me too as well. But but this word helped me. Um, another scripture I want to read. Um, Pop, 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 pop. What was it? Was it in Revelations? I forget which one it was. Um, pop, 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 pop. It was another uh, scripture that just spoke to um, understanding um, similar to what I'm talking about with um, spirits and the power that spirits can have over you and how spirits can control your thoughts. So, mm. um, yeah, actually it was uh, Ephesians 2 and 2 um, that talks about that. So, yeah, that's... The, <laughs> It's it's a it's a real it's, and we didn't even talked about the spiritual warfare about it you know, and a little bit I, I touched on it right there but that was very very big for me uh, in my my transition of really fighting this mind. <laughs> well, you have Philippians uh, two and five that says, "Let this mind which be in you uh, be the mind that was in Christ." Okay, so whatever you're thinking, you need to be thinking like Jesus would be thinking. And then you got Proverbs 16, 3, commit thy works unto the Lord and thy thoughts will be established. So really, if you're working to bless God, if you're working, everything you're doing should glorify God. That is the purpose of our life. It is an act of worship unto the Lord. This is all about him. And the moment you really accept that, you'll get over yourself, you know, and you'll be like, okay, God, whatever I'm doing, it should be to honor you. Even if I'm just eating out with my family, you know, hanging out with my husband or my wife, celebrating a birthday, like we should all be doing this in honor of you, blessing you for bringing us together, you know, period. You know, so it's like, even if you're buying a new house and you're in a neighborhood looking for that house, you know, it should be, man, God, I I would just thank you in advance for all the parties and events we get to do with our family here at this home. Like, you, like you, you got to cover your thoughts. It shouldn't be, ooh, I see Miss Johnson across the street. You know, Mr. Right. Johnson cutting the grass. Ooh, I can't wait to move in here. Like, you, you got to learn. <laughs> you got to learn to cover your thoughts. And, and the enemy sees your actions. And I think this is... You know, so if your neck is breaking or you constantly seeking or looking at things you don't need, you got five cars and you're still shopping for eight. Yeah, the enemy, it's easy for him to say, oh, you can afford another car. Go on, get that Lamborghini. Right. You can afford, like, no, good and well, you're about to go in debt, trying to be cute. But you put yourself in a in a situation where you weren't glorifying God. You were out there being lustful about the thing that you like. So, um, that's why I like the one uh, Proverbs 16 and three, commit thy works unto the Lord. Like that's why mm. we should be doing it for God, because then my thoughts won't stray very far outside of the guardrails of what I'm doing. But um, a double minded man is unstable in all his ways. Like John one and eight, 
The Bible's very clear about you going back and forth. It's going to cause some conflict and some confusion in your life. So, yeah, you need to stand on the word firm, firmly on the word. Wake up, renew your mind daily. But the thoughts are going to come. But when they do, to Second uh, Corinthians 10 and 5, cast down the imaginations and every high thing that is all to self against the knowledge of God and bring into captivity every thought uh, unto the obedience of Christ. So you're going to have to dismiss that thought and just repeat what God has said about, you know, you and your life. Like I'm free, you know, and Christ. And I, uh, you know, we got to cast that down. So monitor your brain, but um, it's, no, it's okay to have thoughts. It's okay to have no. them. You just don't get stuck on them. Don't get stuck on them. <clears throat> yeah, please don't get don't stuck get on them. And I promise you, uh, we gave you scriptures on purpose because uh, you got to be in God's word when sinful thoughts come your way. Like when when these temptations come in your mind, let's be very clear. Like you said, Dice, the more and more these temptations come in your mind as thoughts, yeah, you're going to bust a move eventually. Eventually, you're going to say, you know what? <laughs> Let me just see what's going to happen. That's what my cousin used to always say. He said, you know what? I'm going to just see what's going to happen. I, we used to have this game we used to play where we used to, uh, uh, you know, see how many numbers we can get when we was at these different parties. He'd be like, man, I'll be back. I'm, I'm going to just go see what's going to happen over here real quick. <laughs> what about, what, what about, I don't know how, how far back you can remember being all the way in sin, but I remember like I would literally be getting ready to do something I had no business. I'd be like, okay, God, if you don't want me to do it, uh, show, show me a sign or show up. Like always tempting God, like knowing good and well, God is not about to show up before you roll no. up in here. God already no. told you don't come over here like 20 minutes ago, but you rolled on through anyway. You're still asking God to show you where you're supposed to be. So it's like we don't get to have a, a microwave Jesus where we snap our fingers and, and God just shows up and fixes whatever it is. Like there's an expectation that we are going to love God enough to follow God's lead. That is the expectation. You know, God is a gentleman a very free god he didn't want robots he didn't create robots that's right. why we there's a different type of vibe when we come into the fold because it's done of our free will like he's not making us come under the umbrella and the protection and the love and the care and salvation of him he's saying if you believe then you come you know and so that's that's why our relationship's so awesome. That's why our protection is so awesome. Awesome, like that's why we're with him in in eternity, is because we are like, you know what? Yeah, my thoughts and how I thought this thing worked totally wrong, <laughs> totally wrong. And I realized that I need an Almighty God because mm -hmm. I I can't I can't be my Almighty God. But people try. It puts <laughs> you and I both well, know every day. People try to be their own God and try to be right. other people's God too, and it. <clears throat> causes them to fail like you have you know some parents who give their kids everything because they get a sense of power and 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 i'm providing and it it starts to mentally mess them up when the child rejects them because they're like what what do you mean oh you you don't, you don't want to talk to me or what do you mean you'll take my money but you don't rock with me and what a person or a parent learns very very quickly is you're not their god you know what i'm saying like and they don't honor you as such but you were getting this thrill off of giving and some people do this too like just for attention you know i know a lot of people like this where they do things for attention the wrong reason and it's because they got that wrong thought in their head they think that they're so high and mighty like i'm doing i'm doing this i'm i'm doing this it gives them a sense of as they say pride every day for all the things they're doing across the planet but it's like that's not honoring god at all 
you have the wrong thought. You know what I'm saying? You should be leading and pointing people to Jesus. And as corny as it sounds, and as you know, premature, pre, pre, uh, pre, uh, pre, pre, historic. You know, as it sounds, like why are we always leading and talking about Christ or talking about God or pointing people to Jesus? Because that's what they're gonna need. That's what they're gonna need in their downtime or in their dark time or when you're not there for them and you can't be their God, where they can't get you on the phone. And you know what I'm saying? They can't get you to respond to a text. They're going to need Jesus. So it's important for us to always make sure we're putting that out there. Um, you know, that's, that should be the th- that should be the thought. No, it definitely should be the thought. And you need to, you also need to uh, live in dependency of the Holy spirit. Um, mm. That's, that's the power uh, that God has given us. Um, that's why we talk about prayer so much. The more you pray, the more you grow that relationship with God, the, the more the Holy Spirit comes alive. And, and you're going to need that Holy mm-hmm. Spirit when it's <laughs> when it get crucial. Let's be very clear when it when it when it comes to these thoughts, processing the mind mm-hmm. and understanding the mind, understanding the mm-hmm. ideas that go through your mind. Um, and, 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 and and like I say, guarding your heart, because because it started your mind and it, down that then it becomes a heart issue. And then, you know, from that heart issue, once again, you get yourself caught up in doing something you have no business doing. And you're trying to walk this walk each and every day, trying to be a believer. Listen, we all struggle in this area to a certain extent, but we also have to understand we have mm-hmm. to control it. We have to control the thoughts. We have to control what we put in our spirit. We mm-hmm. listen at this point in your life. Well, you know, I, I take that granted for most mature adults. I would say anybody 30 and over anybody 30 and over. You should know the things that trigger you. You mm. should know when these things, when these, these thoughts run past your mind, you should know you're probably not going to make the best choice or the best decision if you don't get a grip on it. So this is why, once again, we pointing you back to the Bible. We pointing you back mm-hmm. to a relationship with God, because when you have mm-hmm. these thoughts, uh, we talk about mental health all the time on here and how we all struggle in yeah. some form. Listen, those are yeah. thoughts too as well. Once again, the enemy is yeah. trying to throw those suggested things to us. So it gets us out of purpose. So it gets mm-hmm. us away from walking from what we're supposed to be doing for the kingdom. L- listen, I always say this. I know a lot of people get mad at me, but I say your life is not really for you. I know a lot of people don't understand yeah. that, but I'm like, God, God didn't create you to and give you these gifts for yourself. He gave right. them for you to be a blessing to others. Mm-hmm. For you to be that when you talk about evangelism, that that's that's what evangelism really looks like. Sacrificing mm-hmm. and showing people a different way to God, but also they see the gifts you have. Whether you know you in some type of music, you're a producer, you know, you in the choir, you are a successful business person, entrepreneur, you work as a doctor, mm-hmm. a lawyer. It doesn't matter. Those gifts that God gave you were for other people. They really weren't for you. Now, absolutely, mm-hmm. because He gave you the gift. And you give him the glory. He blesses you. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. <laughs> but, 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 you know, you have to recognize that. So listen, uh, DJ Focus, Dice Gabble, we got to get out of here. We got, got one more break. We're coming back with closing thoughts. Keep it locked. You tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Holy Culture Radio is operated by the CoreLink Solution, a 501c ministry dedicated to empowering people to reach their potential. If you feel led to contribute to this mission, Visit www.holyculture.net slash donations. We appreciate y'all rocking with us today. We come to the end of another hot show. Uh, I pray you guys enjoyed that Real Talk conversation today. We talked about, listen, uh, taking control of your thoughts. You know, the struggle of ungodly thoughts, the struggle of mind control and everything that goes into it. 
You know, there's always a, a difference between being tempted and a thought entering into your mind and sinning and dwelling on evil thoughts and lingering on them uh, for a long time. It's important to always understand that when a thought enters your mind, we need to examine it based on God's word and determine if we should continue to go down that path or reject that thought and replace it with another one. And um, that's 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 real. When we talk about the sinful nature, ungodly thoughts in our spirit, we have to replace those ungodly thoughts with positive thoughts, with God's word. Because without that, let's be very clear, we're going to continue to sin. We, we're going to continue to do what uh, the enemy wants us to do. Because remember, all the enemy can do is tempt us. We still have to, uh, we're free more agents. So we can, we have the choice uh, to make a decision to whether if we're going to give into that temptation or fight that temptation. And we know if you don't have God's word, if you're not praying, if you're not studying enough, if you're not, you know, depending on who your circle is and who you're running with, listen, spirits is transferable. We understand spiritual warfare at a high level and, and enemy is going to constantly uh, put things in our face, suggest things for us to fall short of God's glory. Uh, so that's very important to know that. Yeah, we, I know none of us are perfect. We will never be perfect. But yes, the enemy constantly wants us to keep us out of purpose, keep us off track from what God wants us to get done. So, yes, listen, let's continue to do a better job of guarding our mind, guarding those ungodly thoughts and filling our mind with uh, scripture, filling our minds with uh, meditation. When you talk about uh, what God needs to reveal to you, let's fast more. Let's pray more. Let's read our word more. Let's guard our mind more. So, yeah, I appreciate y'all, you know, getting that good word today. I I think that was a good word that we all needed. It's still uh, Mental Health Awareness Month. And I think that's something that's always constantly a battle, the battle in our mind. Uh, Shouts out to Joyce Myers uh, for making the battle battlefield of the mind book. If you hadn't read read that yet, please go read that book. It's it's very powerful and you need to continue to to continue to control your thoughts as much as possible. So, yes, uh, shouts out to our brother Bizzle. Let's be very clear. Bizzle is, (laughs) listen, one of the best in the game right now. And I love his heart. I love his ministry. I love the fact that he is never going to shy away from what God has told him to say. He's using his platform to continue to equip people, educate people, and send people back to Jesus. We know it comes off a little aggressive at times, but listen, the gospel is aggressive. Listen, the gospel is offensive. Let's be very clear. It's a a word that pierces us. So we we constantly don't want to be told what to do um, but I love the fact that Bizzle is using his platform, God over money. He, uh, I love he shared the fact that, listen, he was a mainstream artist and he had worked on a project for three years, but he shelved. God told him to transition from doing mainstream music and do music for his glory. So I, I'm, I'm so grateful that he submitted to that call. And uh, yeah, he's putting out these kingdom bangers. Let's be very clear. Light Work Volume 3 is out right now. Go run them numbers up. 16 tracks on it. They all fire. Like if you can, if you can find one you want to skip, please DM me. <laughs> Let me know which one that is because I couldn't find one uh, to skip at all. It's sixteen bangers on it. Um, some of my favorites on it are uh, listen, million bucks. Of course, I love bamboozle. Uh, feel uh, feel my cup remix. The gospel. Uh, can't wait. Listen, no ales. I go set it off. Like yeah, keep shooting. 
it, it's nothing but bangers on it. 16 bangers on it. So listen, go uh, run them numbers up for me. Uh, listen, go to his uh, social media and uh, God Over Money's website. He is uh, getting ready to go on tour in a couple of months, and he's still booking. So if you want Bizzle um, to bring the Lightwork 3 tour to a city near you, Listen, go to his social media platforms or GodOverMoney.com for all that info on how you can book him and get him and the whole team. I believe it's uh, him, Dayton, as well as Scooty Wop and Miles Minnick will be on the tour. So there, that's, that's listen, that, that's, that covers everything. Let's be very clear. Scooty Wop is cold. Miles Minnick is cold. And we know what Dayton going to do and we know what Bizz is going to do. So listen, yeah, if you want to book the light work uh, tour, go to uh, GodOverMoney.com or Bizzle's uh, social media for all the info on booking. Listen, that's our time. We got to get out of here. You know what tomorrow is. Stop playing the winning prescription. We got 10 more bangers. We're going to continue to do each and every week, give you guys, expose you guys to relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ the center of the message, that's ministry-driven, that will equip you, uh, empower you, to continue to stay in your word that will motivate you and uplift you. So yeah, that's what the winning prescription is all about. Tap in with us every Friday. Uh, Dice and I, we listen, we've been having this competition for the last, I would say five, six weeks. So I already know I won last week. <laughs> so I know she coming with five new bangers uh, to, you know, friendly competition this week. But yeah, we're going to have the, the winning prescription for y'all tomorrow. We know we music heavy. We got new releases dropping tonight too as well. So yeah, you know, if anything drop new tonight, we we're gonna be bumping that thing in the morning. I know Swoop. Oh yeah, shouts out to Acktown, stop playing Akron, Ohio's own Alan Swoop is dropping tomorrow. So yeah, you know we're gonna have that new Swoop banger. And I think uh, a couple of other people are dropping. Uh, Ty Lynn got some new music. I think with Childlike CC and a few other bangers. I'm gonna look in uh, see what's going on. But no, no worries. That's the beautiful thing about Friday. We got new music. We're going to talk about music, and uh, it's going to be a beautiful thing. So be music heavy tomorrow. The winning prescription going down every single Friday. Listen, go out and be great today, kings and queens. Continue to represent Christ to the best of your ability. Listen, we are ambassadors for Christ. That's a, that's a huge, huge charge. So just know that, you know, every room you walk in, uh, you represent Jesus Christ. Listen, we ain't perfect. We're going to fall short. But to our best, to the best of our ability, each and every day, we should push to be more like Christ. So I'm praying for you guys. Get to work safe. If you're already at work, listen, love on your people because uh, that's what Christ will want you to do. Continue to love on people. As always, remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus Christ is always the answer. Kingdom advancement should always be the goal. The fix is in. We out. We out.